0: Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to the Bait Tank Podcast. I'm your host, Drew. Uh, today joining us, we have Kyle Meza with West Coast Marine in Newport Beach, California. Kyle, how you doing?
1: Doing good. How are you?
0: I'm good, man. Thanks for coming out to do this. Uh, you know, I'm a frequent flyer over there at uh, at West Coast. I For a while there, I was going in there every day. Yep. And yep. Um, you guys have such a great platform for helping people. Build boats, find boats. I'm really excited to kind of dive in to really see like what West Coast is all about.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you for, you know, inviting me here. Yeah, appreciate it.
0: Um, so you're obviously a fisherman at heart, fishing, surfing. You're a waterman. How did you kind of start and get into it?
1: Well, I uh, come from a background of the action sports industry, for sure. Um, that's kind of where it all stemmed, I can call it. That turned into, you know, the days I worked at Volcom where one of my, I guess, happier moments in life was pretty neat. Got to do a lot of cool stuff as a young guy, 18 years old. Started in 91. Kept myself going through uh, the learning curves of how to build a clothing brand with them. And uh, I was there about 15 years. Wow. And uh, so you can imagine what I got to do when it came down to that. I don't want to get too deep on that conversation, but it's pretty cool. I had a good time, met a lot of good people, obviously traveled a lot, different places surfing and always fishing. It was always there. So uh, it's kind of where I, I guess, grew the route. And then uh, from there, moved on into a few other options or other things, I should say and uh, it was kinda neat,
0: yeah, so at volcom in ninety one like when did they were just getting rolling like they were just getting started
1: yeah, in ninety one you know that was uh was the beginning of the brand where it was came from Richard Wolcott, who's the you know founder and owner um we knew each other as since I was you know younger guy, and uh he, he was the uh i guess uh what was He'd be the, the team manager of Quicksilver, marketing director, stuff like that. And then he kind of started the Vulcan thing, and that started out of his bedroom, and that turned into it being a uh, interesting, I guess, direction of the new action sports era, the surf, skate, and snow. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the thing where he brought me and my buddy Troy Eckert into the picture, Needed two groms that just lived down in Newport and surfed their brains out. And it led from there into growing that company. It was a long story after that, but it was fun.
0: It's such a recognizable brand too. Volcom has always been so like, you know, Volcom shirt when you see it, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then you were at Volcom for 15 years and then you moved on to, uh, Fox, right?
1: Yeah. From Volcom, uh, I I got a, you know, pretty, uh, nice job offer to, uh, explore my, I guess, knowledge that I gained in that, with that clothing brand and, um, went to Fox racing, which started a soft goods division and that was pretty neat. So Pete Fox kind of took me under his wing and he wanted to start a semi soft goods division for Fox motocross here in Costa Mesa, Orange County. And, um that uh, I was there I think I was there about 5 or 6 years and um I was always into motocross too since I was growing up so
0: yeah it always seems like a trend if you're into surfing or if you're like an outdoors guy yeah motocross snowboarding it's all just a mixture oh, you yeah. just fall into a melting pot of <laughs> yeah you're absolutely. gone every weekend
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had definitely all the options and all the tools to do it at the time so had fun. And, uh, I always kept, uh, you know, myself in the mix with, with the fishing industry at the same time. So that was you, huge.
0: What did you grow up fishing? Like, what do you, what did you start out? Were you like a bass guy or a saltwater guy?
1: You know what? Obviously I think a lot of us started off in a lake or a pond. Yeah, um, grandma took me down to the local lake over here at Huntington and got me a you know, little box of night crawlers. And that was the beginning. And then from there on in, it came into, uh, spotties and saltwater then friends with boats and family members with boats and whatnot S- stemmed from another freaking just sent me yeah. from there, you know, and that was great.
0: So you were, you were hooked on fishing and surfing at the same time as like, yeah. just, you were just all about the ocean.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, Moving back into that, the the history of my little job path after Fox, um, I did a little private label business on my own. From there, that stemmed into me um, getting a job over at Pelagic, which I was at Pelagic for possibly I don't know five years. Okay, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, and that was a awesome experience too. Great people, met a lot of good friends in the fishing industry because of that. My job role there was pretty neat. I got to do a lot of traveling for the marketing department and uh exploring the tournament world for all the big bu- big boys in all the different tournaments they'd put on um Costa Rica and Hawaii, and tons of East Coast stuff. But that experience really got me as an eye opener for the um you know the big game fish side of things in the big boats. yeah. Well, um, from there, it kind of led into getting myself into that mindset of wanting to be involved a little more in the bigger boat stuff, um, kind of ended up COVID kicked in. I think that was where I ended up moving into helping a friend of mine, Chris Herman over at West Coast Yachts. I had a cool little experience where he needed help. I needed to kind of get some work going. And then uh he uh <laughs> he had this little side service where he serviced big yachts and that was something that I kinda of could help out with. You know, I know boats well and know how to work on boats and yeah. so I'd go in and, you know, he'd give me his checkoff list and I'd do a walkthrough on each boat and you know, run the boat, start the boat, check out generators, making sure everything's working, big stuff on the big boats.
0: There's always, there's always something to work on in a big boat. Oh, yeah, Something's yeah. leaking. Something, yeah. some hose needs to be replaced. They're, it's they're, a concept. Even if they're brand new, it doesn't matter. They yeah. Matter. They're, they're a whole
1: nother like, animal. It's, it's one of those things where I can't even express like fathom how they keep those things up and moving and running and maintaining them. And as you know, it's. Well, I mean,
0: especially those tournament guys that are fishing like a tournament circuit on the East coast and they're traveling and the boats moving yeah. and, or maybe they have multiple boats in the thing and that crew travels. That is such an operate. There's so much money in that tournament scene. Oh it's my It's insane.
1: Gosh. It's another planet. It's ridiculous. You know, those it's, guys are the crews they got to deal with and they're involved in the, in the money thing and, and just seeing the event go on that part of it building that event stuff was impressive that we can pull it off. There's a lot of stuff you got to think about. It's like being in a roadie in a band rock star band, you know, (laughs) you're like, you got to set the stage and call the Marina. Like, okay, you guys got music, you got a band, you got, you know, the sound system, the lighting on top of that, there's a party you got to put on basically. Yeah. Um, the food, the drinks, and all the fun that comes with it you it's know? like
0: a it's like an event of a what do you call that? It? like it's a, a festival it's, it's a, like a it fish, fishing festival yeah. almost it's you an know? And
1: it's a three-day event most of the time too so it's not just one day and it's done it's multiple nights and yeah and then the awards that you have to put on or you know it's another job there um we have a crew you know full crew that helped us um keep it moving but there's huge calendar calendar that we lived by you know to do it
0: uh i would love to see something like that come to the west coast you know we really haven't had like a big fish fishery here until this bluefin thing but i do think there's opportunity for a a a big money tournament to come absolutely i know. know
1: there is a few you know guys that have tried and they're probably still doing it you know some of the guys down in san diego yeah and uh it's it's totally you know it's it's here for the taking. I think someone needs to bring it bring it to the table for sure. It's just a lot of work. It is a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And I hope they don't ask me to help. <laughs> 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 I am I, kidding. But yeah, I, I know where it takes to put that stuff together and it isn't an easy feat by any chance. You know. So.
0: did you ever by chance do the uh, White Marlin I
1: did. Uh,
0: open out there or what yeah. is it? Is yeah. the White Marlin open or what's the name of the tournament?
1: Yeah, the White Marlin. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good one too. That's the biggest one. The boats North, North that Carolina. they bring. The yeah. boats they bring into
0: that are just
1: insane. Yeah. In man. the in the crowd, the people that go to see it, the weigh in crowd, it's like going to NASCAR. Really? There's just thousands of people that gather around just to see, you know, like a fifty pound the Marlin get weighed because 'cause they're not very <laughs> big, but yeah, yeah. It's pretty neat. The people are loving it. They're passionate about it. So
0: I was talking with Cody Merrick. Uh, he works at Tobo. He's a good friend of mine. He um, he mentioned that he's down in Mag Bay and he's seen a lot of those East Coast guys down there fishing marlin, yeah, uh, striped
1: marlin to, to practice huh? to practice. Yeah.
0: And I was like, man, that's crazy. He said he's talking with people with Boston accents and stuff down in Mag yeah, Bay. Yeah, on, on like, the radio. <laughs> well, where did you come from? You know, but well, it's cool to see. You know,
1: yeah, they're they're serious about that sport down there. You know, or over there, I should say. They got they got their game ready when it's on. They put a lot of money into it.
0: So. Yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, just moving a boat around is a, a lot of money. You know,
1: <laughs> it's another another chapter in someone's world. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Lots of money. So, how did you partner with West
1: Coast? Um. So the West Coast thing came from working with Chris Herman, um, doing that little side job. Uh. I'm. You know, my my uh, good friend of mine that passed away, Kevin Kelly, he was someone I knew, you know, prior to me even working for West Coast, but Kevin was the ownership of, had the ownership of the dealership, West Coast Parker. Um, and Chris introduced me to him, meaning just, we just went there for lunch one day and uh, had a little lunch meeting with them, just hung out. Kevin was in the position where I think he, you know, didn't really outright say it, but he was looking for someone to help him out because he did run the dealership for about I want to say twelve years solo. Wow, yeah, it was kind of neat. Yeah, um, knows his stuff, Kevin Kelly. I mean, a lot, a lot of people know him in the in the Parker world and in the fishing industry in general. But um, he was just a really great dude. His his passion for the boats, his knowledge for the boats, and obviously fishing knowledge was great. Um, and I went in there and we just said, we've always hit it off together, even since before, but that one lunch meeting turned into a day that I never left. And that was kind of where I ended up. Yeah. That was about four and a half years ago now. Oh, nice. Somewhere in there. Yeah. So I've been doing that. And, uh, as soon as I got my feet wet with Kevin, as far as getting into the dealership side of things, pr- uh, by doing that, I was working on a lot of the Parkers themselves, um, cause Kevin and I were a good team with that. Um, the knowledge factor and just putting, you know, you know, helping people, helping customers service go down with each Parker that needed it at the time. And then, um, Kevin slowly got me involved in selling the boats and after about a year, it didn't take me too long to figure it out. But after about a year, I was full speed and, uh, started with, you know, pre-owned boats, Moved right into the new boats real yeah. quick and easy. Um, kind of have a passion for it, as obviously. And I think that was one of the things that gave me, you know, the next little lift of fun and energy in my new, next chapter in my whole deal when I was working there. So here I am now, still doing it, and it's getting <laughs> even more exciting.
0: Yeah. Um, so you guys do a bunch of stuff over there you guys are it's right off is that newport boulevard is the street you guys are on Yep, yeah, yeah.
1: right off newport boulevard
0: i've driven past there since i was a kid and i always like drooled over the boats they're all you know under that awning like it's an iconic spot like you yeah. can't miss it you're yeah. driving into newport i always was like oh look at yeah these boats man they're so sweet
1: yeah it is a pretty pristine location for a boat dealership and it was actually built for a boat dealership oh nice property itself yeah
0: um, but you guys do a lot of stuff there. You guys do um,
1: everything. Yeah. So the the West Coast Marine Service is the umbrella for us as far as the whole crew there. What, we, what goes on is there's a Yamaha dealership and a service center and our boat dealership. And the service center handles everybody's boats that have Yamahas on them. Yeah. Mostly local Newport, but from, you know, they come from all over, but. Um, so that Yamaha service is a huge factor on how things work, um, which don't want to leave it out, but the crew there is awesome. If you guys ever need any help with your boat motors, you know where to go. Yeah.
0: I walk in there for just a random wire, right? I go see yeah. George, he's at the parts counter. And like, I know you probably dread seeing me walking cause <laughs> I have like the most obscure <laughs> question and I'm like, George, I'm trying to hook this up to this, this. And he's like, Oh yeah. He gets on his computer. Brrr, you need this wire, it's twenty bucks and yeah. everything works. And it's like I looked on the internet for three, four hours. Yeah. And I'm like, now nah, I just I just go to George. He'll he'll give me the parts. And you most of the time have it in stock, which is really nice being this close. Having oh, yeah. just stuff in stock.
1: You and know, the, and the knowledge that they have there too, like with yeah. George and Nick and Chase and the whole crew. It's just anything you need to know, you'll you'll get an answer. Yeah. It's pretty neat. And then um, so what that kind of leads into too is the Parker side of things. They all are sold with Yamaha outboards. Mm-hmm. Come from the factory with Yamahas. Um, so what we do is help that customer after your boat's been purchased. Literally goes through the filter of you get your boat serviced. You're on your boat's on record. You know you can do your warranties through West Coast through the, for the Yamahas and everything's all right there, one stop shop. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a nice thing that not a lot of, uh, dealerships get to offer. I should say, you know,
0: no, you're kind of joining the West coast family, like buying a boat there or buying a motor even, um, because you guys have it all there. And then do you guys rig the boats in house? Like say you get a blank Parker yep, and then exactly. you want to rig it out. You guys do that. So we in the order.
1: Back yeah. So every season call it every year, you know, Nick and I sit down and we, we do our order for the year for each boat you know, packages that we want per model. And for the most part, they come blank canvas. I do have a few options that that we offer, um, but we pick a couple options of, their, of our own that we know are going to happen no matter what, like the West Coast High Bow Rail. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. A bow pulpit with an anchor and windlass. No-brainer. You know, so the boats will come with those options. Um, maybe a few others. But most of the time, they're blank canvas. And the beauty about getting the Parkers from us is we build them all out in-house for each customer's individual needs, you know, their application of how they want their boat built build out. Um, and the build-out phase comes from, it stems from many different angles. Um, so your your options can be your electronics packages with, you know, many different, obviously their brands from Simrad, Garmin, Furuno, yeah. you name it, and then transducers and autopilots and all that. So we do it all there in house, and then the fabrication side of things are also part of an option. You're going to get, uh, you know, all your build-out stuff from from uh, Fishing Boats Unlimited. So that would be your rod holders, your towers, second stations, any kind of bow railing stuff like that. That is another side of things where people can get super fancy if they want and and Always. then uh, obviously bait tanks blue water bait systems randy makes a bit great bait tank everyone knows that um so bait tanks and then your trailers you know right now we offer obviously pacific trailers um galvanized trailers um or west coast trailers which is an IBM aluminum so it depends on what the customer wants and that right there is kind of a Gist of what we offer as far as helping people give, get what they need and how they'd like them. And it goes pretty, it goes pretty crazy sometimes if you want to get deep with some of the stuff. So.
0: What is, I mean, you see parkers everywhere. Like parkers are just, you know, everywhere on the water. You're out fishing for the day, chances are you're going to see three or four parkers. Absolutely. Especially if there's dolphin with the elephant on them, I guarantee there's a parker on the front of it. Like that's just a Absolutely. That's how I know it's holding, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but what's like a dialed in? Hey, I want to go fishing with my four buddies or three buddies that you know, let's say four or five go go in fishing for the day. What's like the ideal Southern California Parker?
1: I want to probably throw out the 2520 XLD. Okay. Um, that is our premier go-to recently since the fisheries been doing what it's been doing package that you could put together as far as what is really really good for a four guy boat i mean four is comfortable as it can get yeah. on a parker you know there's four seating there's there's seating for four there's fishability for four um the rigging you'd want to do on the boat if you wanted to go primo package
0: let's talk primo package i'm yeah. all about the primo package second the primo second
1: station above autopilot a few different monitors located in, you know, your choice where you'd like them, but um, one outside the cabin, two inside, you know, a 12 inch or 16 inch on the, on the dash, um, obviously radar, and you can get even into FLIR stuff, night vision stuff. Um, you can even, you know, bow thrusters. I've seen bow thrusters put get put on a few different larger models, like the 28s and 25s, but it's not too common, but we do do them. Um what else uh
0: what size bait tank is perfect for a 2520? Yeah, I was
1: going to say uh the 85 gallon bait tank. I'm wow. sorry. 75 gallon is for a 2520. 85 gallons on a 2820. Wow. Yeah, so those are the you know, you got a good amount of bait you can run with.
0: Yeah, I you know, bait is so important for us even like Tuna fishing, but I mean, especially island fishing, you need a 75 gallon bait tank. I have a 65 on my striper, and my fishing day has changed having that much bait. You, it's like, it's like you're tripling your odds, honestly. Like, Absolutely. Every bait's a good swimmer for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, everyone gets bad bait every once in a while, whatever. But yeah. those. Those big tanks hold bait so well. If you're fishing with that live well that comes with a boat, you know, let's say whatever boat you're on, it comes with like a live well, it's not a bait tank. You yeah. need a real bait tank in California, dude.
1: Yes, you know, and the, the blue water bait systems, I think have to be one of the most proven that we've been installing over the last, you know, decade here. It's, yeah. been, it's been going on for a while and Randy's makes a great bait tank and we've done a really good job about, making sure those things are running primo. We've done a lot of testing. Yeah. Um, in placement of where the pumps at, you know, some some of the rigging side of things, which I don't want to forget to bring up. Um seaside marine electronics. Those guys have been helping for a long time. I mean they've been putting just as much hard work into these parkers as almost any of us, you know, as far as the attention they put in detail they're the, they they handle all the rigging for electronics and the bait tanks for us at the shop um so dave and graham love to give them a thank you and a shout out because um, yeah. they're just awesome people and really really knowledgeable any questions anyone has just called call seaside if you have electronic questions which, I love,
0: I love going in. I, you know, I come down there at least once a week and I hop in a boat or whatever. I'm tooling around, looking around. Yeah. And it's so clean. The wiring is so clean. Like everything's just zip tied, velcroed perfect. Oh, dude, I'm like, it's, oh, it's,
1: they're, they're awesome. I love to see the finished product too. Like I get to feel like I can show it off for them, you yeah. know, like when I'm showing the, you know, the end result to the customer that's purchasing the boat. Um, which is also really fun. Like that's the best part of the job is when they're picking up their boat <laughs> and that sea trial comes. You know. Um, yeah. By the way, what we do for each customer too is we like to, I like to provide. I mean, the most ultimate customer service by keeping them informed on where their boat build out is, the best that I can. And then any questions they have while it's getting built out, kind of walk them through it at the time. So it's not like. Your butt's ready, come get it. Yeah, so it's kind of a fun thing, and it creates friendship, and you know, for a long time, really. So that's kind of a neat thing. Builds a family by doing it that way.
0: You know, the Parker is such a great platform for so many different types of fishing. You can you can rig it, whatever. If you're an offshore guy, oh I mean, yeah, putting that tower up top that is doubles yeah. your chances. Honestly, the higher you can get on a boat, the better.
1: One hundred percent.
0: The bow rail, I love those high bow rails. They're just like a, like a platform. They're like a blank canvas, like you said. You can add whatever you
1: want on there. hundred percent. You know? It's so fun. And we, we don't, you know, we're not just rigging these boats for, you know, your offshore fishing guy. Um, we got spear guys, divers, surf guys, you name it. I mean, there's guys that do, you know, we, we've done a few things for the government, you know, as far as like some smaller platform stuff, like kind of a work boat layouts, stuff like that, but um, that stuff is the boats are really nice for us to be able to have the versatility to do what we do, how you want them, you know, how you want them.
0: A lot of people say, they're like, oh, Parkers, they're such rough riding boats. I've been on a parker. Oh, I yeah. need to go see a chiropractor after, blah, 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 blah. What do you have to tell these people?
1: You know what? I just got to say, it's a uh, been something that gets brought up to me quite a bit while I'm, you know, on my day-to-day work, you know, week. And uh, one of the things I just bring up, it's about how they're driving it. You know, the first thing that comes to me is I get to drive them quite a bit. I've learned the sweet spots of what, you know, obviously weather permitted. It's not a, you know, unknown fact there, but um, bow down, you know. They like to be bowed down and, yeah. they, and they like to be ran, you know, trim down in a certain sweet spot on the speed and the RPMs and all that, depending on the weather and wind. And then, um, they're not a, they're not a cruising pleasure boat. They're fishing boat. And I just want everyone to, I want everyone to remember what they're getting when they're getting it, you know? And then there's also another little side of thing. I kind of see forums and people talking about them and whatnot. Um, some good things, some bad things, whatever. But, They never tell you, you know, are they riding on an XL or an XLD? Well, -hmm. the XL is the modified V, way less dead rise than, it, you know, your XLD, which is a deep V. Um, Those boats run a little different, Mm -hmm. and some guys have them, and they don't let you know they have that, and they're talking about, oh, it rides horrible. Well, if you have an XL, it's going to ride kind of poopy in the rough conditions, so that's the way it works.
0: But the stability
1: Stability. of the
0: XL... I mean yes. the XLD is very stable. I will say like yeah, you, you know, my bow is a real, I think I have a 26 degree dead rise. The Striper is like a yeah. real deep V. So yeah. I mean we rock in the trough and all that stuff. But um you know, those Parkers it's a, what, a 21 degree dead yeah, rise on the 21. XLD.
1: Yeah. 21 degree and um I believe the XL is just the 18 degree. Okay. Wow. Um yeah, so I've fished the eight, the the XL many times. I have a good friend that has one. Um it is rougher and you do, you can make it through it when it gets, you know, pretty uncomfortable conditions, but it is what it is. And as far as the, the boat, you know, you're getting the best of what we can offer, you know, until someone, until someone makes another pilot house with a deeper V, Yeah. you know, buy a Parker or don't buy a Parker. You're going to, you're <laughs> going to be happy, you know, when you're in a pilot house too, coming home. In the, in the, after the long day of fishing and the weather and the wind, and you'll be able to talk to each other and talk about it when you're driving, driving yourself home, you know?
0: You know, just the wind burn at the end of the day, like verse fishing a center oh, yeah. console, just getting, having a place to get out of the wind is nice, oh, man.
1: Heck yeah. I mean, I've, I've learned to love them because of the time I've spent on them. Um, I've obviously come from the skiff world, you know, worked my way up through the, through the, uh. I guess, earn my stripes, I don't want to call it. Um,
0: what was your first boat?
1: Oh, 17 uh, Montauk. Classic. Yeah, I was about, I think I was 16 years old, 15 years old when I got my first one. But I've had quite a few since. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> different boats, yeah. that is. But And and whalers, and we still own a whaler now. Um, It's one of our fun little boats to fish on in the inshore stuff. But and the I, offshore fun stuff is the Parker. And then, you know... I got fortunate to be able to experience the fun of owning and running around on a few different other boats
0: the um the parker power package like is it better to go like on that 2520 what's like the ideal power situation there um on
1: the 2520 the twin 200s is going to get you plenty of i guess you know the rpms and and the and the package you're gonna to put together on it. If you go full package with a lot of gear, rigging package, you know, like a full rigged package um, with your gear, your kill bag, your ice, your cooler.
0: Hopefully, a bunch of fish.
1: Um, yeah, and hopefully a lot of tuna or what you're fishing for. And, um, you know, full tank of gas. The, tw- the Twin 200 is definitely gonna be a happy spot. Great, ar- you know, your gas mileage is gonna be probably about the 1.7. Oh wow. 1.8. Um, I can get better. I've just we, we we play with the the props a little bit too. Yeah. Um to help people get what they're looking for. It depends on everybody's style too. I mean the application of fishing is pretty vast when it comes to how much gear people are running and how many guys they're putting on it. So depending on that, you know, we kind of can help custom, you know, prepare that book, customize it way it should be
0: i always like tell my buddies like hey just bring one rod you don't need every piece of tackle you own (laughs) blah 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 you know what they do they show up they have five rods i mean i got the rocket launchers for them so i'm not like stressed about it yeah but they bring like you know enough uh lead that we can go rock fish the you know the avalon bank oh yeah (laughs) you know it's just like insane every lure they own always comes on the boat
1: (laughs) yeah that's the story of it all too i mean you end up you end up running around with I mean, I, I'm i a victim of it. I bring everything and I don't feel like I should, <laughs> but I do anyways. And it ends up being okay though, you
0: know. What's your fishing looking like, like this last summer? What'd you guys do?
1: Man, we got into a little bit of the tuna. Um, I didn't get to fish as much as I wanted to. Um, previous year, I got to fish a little bit more. But this last year, I really got to say, I had a good time. I had some fun with my son also this year, which was special. I got to get on his little skiff and we ripped out and got into the Dorado and did that kind of thing. Nice. Saw some amazing stuff out there. You know, Marlin cruised right by us and we were on a paddy. this some really cool stuff, but we, we loaded up on Dorado one day. It was really nice. Plus he got to go out on a couple of good trips and bring home a lot of bluefin and yellowfin. Um, but I didn't get to do too too much fishing lives, as much as I wanted to. Yeah, but I, I still had a good time. I had I had my share for that way.
0: Man, when I was your son's age, I was on an aluminum boat and we we're going to the break wall, and like you know, it's leaking. It's got. <laughs> it's we sketchy. put like plywood on the front yeah. to make a casting deck with like I no joke had a trolling motor from like nineteen seventy a Shakespeare trolling motor on the front, but. You know, you'd think we were fishing the Bassmaster Classic and that thing. We're so pumped, you know. Oh yeah, uh, but it's cool that you're able to, you know, share that with your son and just go out and have fun for the day. Yeah,
1: I mean, we're pretty we're pretty uh, pretty lucky. We have the opportunity to do some really neat stuff and got to do it while you can. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, I've been a firm believer in just living it as best you can, and uh, keeping it keeping the positive things going and. Making it all happen.
0: Yeah, I, we had a great time at the uh, the kicker event, that Untamed Shallows. It had yes. a great turnout, dude. There was ton, every seat in the house was full. People were standing in the back, and that was awesome, man. I, I really hope there's more events yeah, like that. I
1: did you know? want to bring that up too. I fully spaced on that one. Um That whole event was kind of like a great, great introduction to, which brings into another subject is the Camus harp, Camus boats. So Camus. Is another boat brand that we brought to the West Coast. Um, but that event really gave us an opportunity to kind of let people know we're, sell, we're selling Camus boats. Yeah. Randy Spicer and Skyler and the guys, you know, Kicker Crew, all those dudes put it together. You know, it was kind of a group effort from everybody. Super, super fun, um, which led to that whole, you know, m- multiple people coming up to us. Who, we got to do this stuff. To- way more let's keep doing this like dude the raffle hot. is insane oh my god we
0: raffle like the you know the video is yeah. 10 minutes long and then we hung out for an hour and a half after doing the raffle uh, and it was so much fun it's so <laughs> fun
1: yeah so we plan on doing more events just to let let everyone know that um we got it we got to keep the ball rolling there that's something special that like we got the perfect you know the location to do it yeah and you know that that whole area it's a little hub. We can create like a fun little hub for people to come, barbecues and stuff like that. Hopefully hopefully we'll do some seminars is what I what I'm hoping for. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um which on the Camus side of things, Benny Florentino is gonna be getting a you know, the new twenty six Camus. So I think that'll be a good time to do a little seminar or some sort of barbecue or get together to, you know, you know, show off his new rig. Yeah. And uh, that's another Another cool little idea that we have. I hopefully it comes to life there. For, for sure. One.
0: And the companies at the last one, I think there was electric fishing, uh, electric sunglasses, AFCO, Warbates, yeah. Kicker. Um, it's cool that it's all local companies. And it's like, you know, it just brought everyone together. Maybe people get to meet the face of whatever, yeah. like, you know, brands that they like already. And then you just get to chop, chop, chop up shop with them like, exactly hey, how do you fish this or you know you just oh, yeah. talk fishing
1: dude it was so fun like the the conversations and just the camaraderie of everyone getting together and i honestly believe the fishing community needs it yeah at least us in orange county we need it like it's been a long time since we've had something to go to and do um it, for at least for me it felt like and then uh, i think if we can keep that energy rolling we're gonna be, have a good time this summer that's the plan yeah, 100%. Spring yeah. and summer, yeah. I'll
0: donate a bunch of fish. We can do a little, yeah, do a little cookout year. with the boys.
1: I know. Um, and I want to keep that going with, with the whole crew. Uh, same exact team that put it together last time. It's just perfect. Hopefully, we can get some more guys involved, too. Yeah, you know? uh, definitely. But uh, that came as the Caymus stuff is something else you might want to bring up because we're having some pretty cool stuff come about. Um, we got a 21 Twenty sorry, 21HB hybrid Camus center console on the lot right now. That is really, really awesome. Special boat. Um, anyone wants to come by and check that out, I'm there for them.
0: I, you have to go check that boat out. Because yeah. you think of a bay boat. I'd never really fished on a bay boat till I went with Benny the other day. And I was like, all right, I need a bay boat. This is one thing I didn't know I needed in my life was also have a bay boat just for bass fishing. Because it's such an awesome platform. Yeah, like it's so stable. It's so you know, for three guys, we we took Mike, um, the video guy, Mike Soul, um, with us, and like the three of us could just hang out. You know what I mean? It was like it was a super open platform. Casting was castability was awesome. Trolling motor on the front. I can't imagine his new boat because you know it's a little bit longer. It's got was it? I think he's putting a Merc 400 on it. Yeah, he's got a 400. Oh, dude, the thing's gonna scream, yeah.
1: man. So that's showing up pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say a date because I don't want it not to happen. <laughs> sure. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's coming quick. So we're going to have some fun on that boat too. I'm excited to get some great pictures and document his his experience with his new ride. And it should be fun.
0: That one you have a lot right now, that 281 Camus. it's got twin 300 Mercs on it, right? Yep. Um, yep. And it the it's like a hybrid it's it's not quite like a traditional bay flats boat like that thing looks like you can handle some serious water
1: it uh i got to test run it um did do a sea trial with benny on that boat and nick um nick kelly and we had so much fun like we could not stop (laughs) laughing and smiling because of this just the speed it carries the rideability it's got a step haul it had it feels like it goes like zero to 60 and within like three seconds No joke. (laughs) It doesn't really feel like you're riding on a, you know, a center console, small, smaller platform boat. You know, it's 28 feet. It's good size, but it has this ability to make you feel like you're on a big boat. Really? It's incredible. The speed it carries. And um, I think we were going 70 at one point with the display, forgetting, not even realizing it. Like, whoa. Oh my God. Hold on a minute you know yeah bring it back but anyways we had a good time that day was super fun um and then we did fish it a little bit okay. i didn't tell anybody all right you try we, it we got out. we brought you know benny brought his kit and his we outfitted it all with benny's gear just to see and get some photos yeah um and that was pretty fun like we got to see everything fit perfect you know plenty of tackle storage you know there's deck holds there's all kinds of storage in the front um that, in particular, boat has 200 gallons of fuel. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's gnarly. Um, as an option on those Camus boats, so they have extra fuel tanks you can put in at the factory before you order your boat, or while you're ordering your boat. You can order them with extra fuel. Oh, very cool. Um, so they just, obviously, they build it with a 50-gallon fuel tank. It's got 150 gallons or 200 gallons.
0: Now, I really like on that specific one you guys have in right now, which everybody go check it out because this is going to be the game changer for the West coast. I think is that it's, you have a T top that you is like a step through Yes, and there's a second station on the top of the T top. Yes. Um, why doesn't every boat have that? Boat?
1: I know it's, it's so cool. And then, and then being up there when you're driving it Yeah. on a boat that size, the, the, uh, versatility as far as like moving, moving the boat with being by up being up there and then the visuals or regarding it, Gain from being up there too is just kelp laying down, birds, tuna, obviously the schools, and then fishing the island. If you're going to, you know, if you're going to fish that inshore stuff, Mm -hmm. you can put yourself in way tighter locations too. Yeah. So I think it's just another, it's an East coast thing that I'm surprised it hasn't, you know, been a little more aggressively built out here in the West coast. But, um, speaking of, we are the first, Camus West Coast dealership nice. um, for for Camus boats, fresh and saltwater. So can't forget about the freshwater
0: bass boats. You guys have a lot of bass boats in there. Yeah, a lot of glitter boats. I yeah. love them.
1: So the bass boat scene is quite large, as you know, in the world. Um, Camus has finally gotten us uh, gotten to the West Coast. Um, they're a rather new company, as far as. Brand model of boats. Um, I think 2018 they started. Okay. Um, but as far as the history of Camus, who's behind it, they've been in business for 60 plus years. Um, Earl Bents and their whole crew. Something you could look on their line on website and check check what check their history out there. It's pretty neat to see. Where did they build those? They're built in Tennessee.
0: Oh, okay, nice.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's kind of kind of a cool experience too. I get to see the factory, not only Parker factory, but the Camus factory I've visited. Uh, I've been there twice now and, uh, the passion and the people that, that are behind all this, this stuff that is getting built is impressive. Um, it's, you know, it's the American built in America. You know, it's pretty neat how you can kind of see each different little department that they build out the boats with. Um, they're just blown away. I'm blown away about how into the 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 jobs that they have they're just so into it it's amazing
0: they're not just slapping them together it's like there's a little passion behind i
1: i could do a whole you could do make a movie out of what they're doing in there yeah it's it's amazing i can't speak highly enough about how cool it is to see it um go down in real life um but yeah that was one of the one of the one of the neat things that happened to us this year is or last year, I should say, is that came brand is now here. So we're gonna push it. We're gonna help. Hope everyone can get into it with us and see trials are are more than welcome.
0: Yeah, I would love to go see trial the twenty eight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're, well, we're we're gonna try to arrange a kind of a cool little thing to do with 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 people that are serious about them. You know. Yeah. That want to get into them. Um, obviously, sea trial. Once you get on this boat, that in particular boat. I mean, the whole time we were driving it, everyone's, we're looking at each other. It's like, yeah, just get them on the boat. Yeah. That's you know, done. they will want it.
0: Well, it's really cool, too. If you go on the Camus website, which I'm sure you've been on the Camus website. Yeah. But uh, you build it, you can basically just build the whole boat out on the website like a truck these
1: days. 100%. It's the neatest thing ever. Um, and you can also have us do some of the stuff, too. Sure. There, there is always us as an option, but Camus has got it so dialed where, you log in, you go online and you want to know your boat and build a boat and you get a price. It's all doable right there at oh, your wow. fingertips. And you'll end up like walking away with, you know, either a phone call from me or, or, you know, just knowing what you're, what you could afford or not afford to want to just build a dream boat just for fun. You yeah. know, you don't even have to, you know, you're not going to get a phone call from me, but unless you want one, but um, that build out side of things is kind of neat doing it online and I like it a lot, it's going to um, kind of help us guide the person into what they're putting on the boat to, you know? Um, after you get your boat built, obviously most people are going to contact us because they really do want to order a boat. Sure. Um, and that's the fun part where it all starts right there. And then, When that boat gets here, like Benny's you know, excitement goes down, you're just like, uh-oh, it's coming. He talked.
0: He talked about the sea trial day. Yeah, he's like, we spent a half hour just doing circles because it was so much fun driving this boat in circles. Yeah, it's like, oh my god,
1: it it is. It handles amazing. It turns super sharp too. It's just crazy. The radius and just everything it did was just a different experience for me. Obviously, Um, it's not every day I get to run around on a boat like that. But I can't wait. Also, there's another boat that's on its way here. Um, The 34 Cat Ooh. is literally getting built as we speak, and it's coming quick. It's It'll be here probably end of spring. Wow. I'm hoping, yeah. I
0: think that's, uh, you know, it's a great brand to bring here because, for one, we don't have a lot of bay boats. Yeah. Right? You, if you look at the used market of boats in California, which is all I do is look at boats for sale and say oh i could buy this and this you know but if you look at the market there's not a lot of bay boats here compared to texas florida all these different places and there's not a lot of catamarans there may be some like you know like a 2003 world Cat for sale that you see or whatever but you know the catamaran thing is really taking off here for these offshore guys just from our weather conditions it's a great option you know i
1: know and it's the perfect platform for these the day runner tuna guy. Yeah. If you're going to get serious, here we go. You know, they're, they're, they have a 20, Uh, they have the, The sorry, they got a 30, 30 foot cat and the 34 foot cat. They just introduced the 30 foot cat to the, to the market. A few dealers have them now. I think there's one or two that just received them, but so anything you need to order on the cat side, there's two options, um, that are fresh here to the, to the West coast.
0: Yeah. Uh I'll also want to see trial on that one. Uh me too. (laughs) But uh no, I I think that's I think it's great because like, you know, bass guys can kind of get their fix with the bay boat that is capable to go offshore. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean, or fish the island. Like a traditional bay boat, like a twenty I was looking at a twenty foot skeeter the other day. I was like looking at it and thinking of running the seam to Catalina is like it's a little gnarly, you know, it's a little um it's very flat. It's very, you know, but having that hybrid of Cast ability because on the west coast, like we utilize the front of our boat a lot. Oh, yeah, compared to other places. Like, you know, I have a lot of guys that came from east coast fishing that now have boats out here, and they're like, Hey, and they may be excellent fishermen, but they're like, Hey, I don't really know how to cast a conventional reel, or yeah. I don't really know, even I'm not that great at throwing a spinning reel. Yeah, um, we do a lot of trolling, you know, a lot of the Florida guys and stuff oh, they yeah. do a lot of trolling.
1: Oh, yeah i so. spent a lot of time on the East Coast, so yeah. I get, I know I was trying to bring my application of fishing to the East Coast when I'd go, depending on where I was at. So it's, sure. it's hard to talk over you. There you go. Yeah. That same subject though. It's like, whoa, you know, get, get a guy from the East Coast over here and it's a little, di- diff- little different road. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and nobody yeah. trolls here anymore, unless no. it's a Mad Mac or something, yeah. you know, nobody yeah. trolls here.
1: Not too much. Depends on what you're fishing for, but yes, it is, uh. It is a different, you know, experience here on the West Coast. And these boats allow the perfect application to, to fish, to cast. Yeah. They're perfect. Plenty of deck space and casting room. And
0: and I like they have that little lip on the bay boat on that 28. It's got that lip where you don't feel like you're going to fall off. Yeah. Or if you drop your cell phone, it's not going to flip over the yeah. side. Yeah. That's so, nice. It's just a little just insurance, a, just you a know. a
1: slight insurance right there on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
0: It is cool, though, that I will say the East Coast style of boats with like, let's say it's like a 60 foot Viking or a 55 Viking and it has no bow rail on it. It looks mean, you know, what so I mean? clean. It looks so clean.
1: Those lines are amazing. Yeah. But it's, then
0: you go to walk up there and you're like, oh, boy. I know. <laughs> you know, Yeah. A little sketchy. Oh, yeah.
1: But it's good. It's what fun. is
0: that? What does that cat have for power?
1: That one, the 34 Cat, is powered with twin 450s, Mercury's. Nice. Yeah. 30-foot Cat is powered with uh, twin 300s. So uh, plenty of juice there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Those things are going to rip, dude. That 34 with the 450s, that's insane. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: dude. It's going to be exciting to get on that. I did get to see Trial 1 when I was back in the factory, and it is impressive. I mean... The 34 Cat felt very large, meaning compared to what I'm used to running around on, it's, yeah. it was pretty awesome. And the power was amazing. Well, and it's it a, it's a it.
0: different feeling on the Catamaran. Like making a turn on the Catamaran is weird. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's I, like I was a little
1: nervous when I was driving it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> can I turn it going this fast? You know, like is it going to tip over or something yeah. weird? Like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's It's locked in. They're pretty neat. They have a different ride for sure, and you don't feel any chop whatsoever. So that's the obvious, but yeah, it's amazing.
0: I feel like uh, for us, you know, we always have wind in the afternoon. We all There's always chop. Oh, yeah. Perfect. You know, having the catamaran option, it's a different experience than the Parker. Um, They're just different. It's a different speed level of, of day, and it's a different class of fishermen. It's not to say one's better than the other. You know, me being a younger guy, I love to go fast. I love to rip. You know, I'm, I want to go out as fast as possible, to come back in. Yeah. But it's cool that now there's there's two different options of you know, do we want to rip really fast, or you want to are you cruising? You're spending the night at the island type thing, like super fun.
1: It's pretty neat. You know, we're lucky. It's fun.
0: So I know we got some events coming up hopefully this summer, and I'd love to announce those on Absolutely. the podcast when we do. Yeah. Um, for and sure. have everybody there. It was so much fun. Um, but are you guys, what else do you guys have on the schedule? So
1: we're next thing coming up is Bart Hall. Um, I think that's on the 28th and, um, that is something Hope we can, you know, get a, get some of uh, some good customers coming to visit us, talk boats and see if you're interested in anything.
0: Will the 28th be at the Bart Hall?
1: Yeah. We're going to have the 28th at the Bart Hall if it hasn't sold by then, no, <laughs> most likely, yes, it will be there. So, um, we're gonna have a little handful of parkers, maybe a couple of bass boats, and for sure the 28th. Awesome, yeah. And then, after that, we got coming up is the PCS March 7th through the 10th. I'm looking forward to that one. Huge days, huge, huge, huge event for us. We love it. Good friends, people, local,
0: yeah, it's a hometown show, right? Local, there.
1: all the way, plus you know. You know, helping helping the local community, getting knowledge on what's going on with us and all that. So we have a fun time there. Can't wait. Good event. Builder Priest does a good job. I'm going to throw out a good one for him. He's yeah. mad. Yeah. One we, of my favorite people. We
0: miss him out here. Yeah, I know. He's all, he's all know. moved away. He's yeah. in no charters, yeah. nothing. He's he's out here. Um. All right. Well, man, thank you so much for coming down. That was great. I love you know going in seeing you guys all the time thanks for dealing with my shenanigans especially while i was building this little whaler yeah uh anyone of the crew that you want to shout out i'm sure you want to shout out everybody yeah
1: i mean obviously the 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 crew that takes care of the whole the whole uh, world we work in and live in it's, you know nick kelly especially um the kelly family in general and they're all awesome great people in the whole crew at west coast marine service you got chase and george and Everyone else that works there, Lynn, and uh wanna say thank you for uh having me on the show. Of course, stoked. man.
0: And then how can people reach you? If they're interested in either a Parker, a Camus, a bass boat, whatever they're interested in, how can they reach yep. you?
1: The the quickest way possible would be through social media. You know, West Coast Parker is the is the Instagram for the Parker boats. West Coast uh sorry, West Coast Camus boats is the one for our social media for your Instagram on that. And then also just reach out to the shop, West Coast Marine Service, and you can't, you can't, cannot not find me. So we'll yeah,
0: be there. I, uh, if you call West Coast and then you dial, it's like dial three or something. Yeah. It goes directly to you, yep. which I didn't know. And you just answer the phone. Hey, Drew. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought <laughs> I was calling West Coast. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that's definitely a good way to get a, get a hold of me. Just call the shop. It goes right to my phone, my, my, my cell phone.
0: Awesome, man. Well, go down, check out some of the new Camus boats. Go check out the Parkers. And uh, we really appreciate West Coast being here to uh, keep us on the water. You guys do a great job, and uh, we'll talk soon.
1: Awesome. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Yeah.